Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and today we are talking about how to help encourage your child who is thinking about the future and what true success really means. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum, and we believe they help more homeschoolers smile. So go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com for a free trial. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine for their support. If you started the homeschool year and already need some more encouragement, you can head on over to their website, homeschoolingtoday.com, to subscribe to their incredible magazine. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Yep, I am ready. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, it's been a busy couple days here. Um, so I'm going to, I was getting ready to tell Ben before he started the show. Let's keep it a little shorter tonight because yeah. um, I'm tired. He might be tired, even though I think as you get older, you're tired than all your kids can put, put together. Uh, I know as Ben has three kids now, it probably he is probably starting to wear out. <laughs> so um, but I hope you're having a great uh, end of the summer. Uh, maybe you've started school and, you know, I've been encouraged by some people to say, hey, Todd, you know, there are some people who who have already started school and and maybe you know you shouldn't be so whatever about enjoying the summer you know because of school and i'm so let me just say tough i'm gonna keep doing it um and no i get it and maybe some of you lots of you have started already but you know the great thing about homeschooling is if you start and you're like i'm in over my head i need to go back to the shallow waters you can stop again and you can take another week or whatever to regather your thoughts or I know that my wife, she would always, every year, she would start off with her perfect homeschool curriculum. And then by the first day, she'd throw it away because it didn't work. You know, and sometimes it's just a test run because you think it's all going to work in theory and it just doesn't work as you planned. So, uh, but whether you've started school or haven't started school, um, be enjoying these last days, these last days of summer, because I kind of feel them in the air. Uh, yep. It's starting to cool down a little bit. I know Ben is thinking about covering up a swimming pool, and it's like it's so ridiculous. pathetically sad. Yeah, so. just go back to half living for the next six months. and uh, But it is weird how, like, even if it's a hot day, you can just tell it's later in the season. I think it's because the sun's position starts changing, so and. things just feel a little bit you know, more folly and people keep rolling their eyes when I say that some of my friends and stuff, but I'm like, no, genuinely it does feel different. There is something about it. You can feel but it is kind of weird because where we live, we live in Indiana. And so this is, I think the Indiana state fair is going on maybe right now. Um, when I was a kid, um, the, you know, they didn't have big, uh, uh, network celebrities for kids. So growing up, in, and maybe there's some people listening now who remember from uh, Indiana, they had Cowboy Bob did lunch and Janie uh, <laughs> did the breakfast time. But every year during this, the state fair, Janie and Cowboy Bob were at the state fair. And it was always felt like summer because I wasn't at school, so I would watch them. And uh, the state fair is going on right now. And so back in those days, yeah. That used to be summer, and now it does feel like it. I don't know. It's global cooling. I'm telling you, uh, uh, yeah. the and world just, is the school starting down so faster. early. It just it it kind of 
forces the whole yeah. culture to feel like it's shuts, you know, kind of shifting already. I mean, there's already, you know, Halloween candy and stuff like that. It's just, it's just uh, annoying, you know, but. So if you're back at school, still enjoy it. I mean, still enjoy the it's kind of be on like summer break school, you know, where you're just still kind of enjoying these days. And if something presents itself, uh, take advantage of it because it's going to be cold and dreary. Well, at least is if you live yeah. where I live. I guess if you live in Phoenix or California, your summer starting. I guess so in a way. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you get so, anyway. so. Well, yeah. hey Ben, I thought we'd talk uh, today or tonight uh, about something that that took place in our house. Um, and one of your brothers, uh, and we were running out of brothers who still live here, so it's not too hard to get to figure out who it is, but I'll tell you uh, that he's only 16 years old. And we had this conversation where really it was pretty emotional. It felt like a lot of emotion coming out. And it kind of boiled down to this. He said, you know, I just don't know what I'm supposed to be. Um, and it came about uh, because he said, you know, everybody's doing more school than I am. I don't, he said it kind of that way. Like, you know, they know more math or they know he didn't mention any other subjects. And I said, well, what do you mean? Do you feel like you don't you're you don't know as much? He goes, no, not necessarily that, even though he just kind of said that mm -hmm. um, he goes, I just don't know what I'm supposed to be. And I could tell here's this. He's only 16 years old, but he had this. I don't know, this feeling like he should have it figured out by now. Um, and maybe that's because kids his age or his friends do know what they're going to do or at least they think they know what they're going to do or they have some direction i know one of his friends wants to be a marine biologist um and uh, another you know wants to be an engineer um and you know even though i was going to be an engineer at one time and i didn't even know what an engineer was um you know and so he in comparison he felt like pretty inadequate and so i thought maybe we just talk about you know, how should we approach this as we're going into uh, maybe the school year or even maybe you, maybe your kids feel sometimes the same? Um, because I'll say, especially for homeschoolers, there's a lot of pressure on kids who are 14, 16, 18, whatever, to know what they're going to do for the rest of their lives by 16. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, when I graduated, I had no clue what I wanted to be. I don't even think I even started asking the question. It was just kind of like, oh, I'll go to college and pick something randomly. Like we randomly picked out our towel colors when my wife and I got married. We didn't think about it. We we're just like, yeah, that seems like a good thing. And that's what we did. So Ben, do you have any initial thoughts on this topic at hand? I mean, and you probably don't know this, but my initial thought is this was basically me at that, maybe not quite that age, but <laughs> around that time. I mean, you know, I, I had the same exact struggles. I was super frustrated just because, you know, it felt like, and it's not everyone, but the people who you, you only notice things, you know, it's like once you buy the red car, you notice all the red cars. Uh, but the people who do seem to just have a plan and a goal for their whole life, you know, I never have felt like that person who was just like, um, I am going to be this and I'm going to spend every moment I working towards that goal. You know, like that's just not been really me. My goals were more like, 
you know, family or things like that. Not so much like a job career specifically, but then at the same time, you're like, and especially Cal, you know, thinks he's one of the greatest things ever created, you know? So he's like, well, I know I'm one of the best, so I've got to be, you know, something worthwhile, you know? And there's like this desire to just, you that you know, you have the potential and part of it's ego too. You know, you want to kind of be like, think you're something, you know, uh, especially at that age, it's just, that's part of it. But, um, I definitely got that, you know, that frustration. Cause especially if you don't have a kid who's maybe, um, you know, really interested in a specific, cause some interests just have a specific job that goes along with them. You know, it's like if your kid's super interested in sure, let's just say animals and they're like, I really want to be a veterinarian. Like maybe that's, I mean, that's pretty, you know, clear, but if you're just like, I'm personable, you know, that's not as really a degree is, you know, or, or the job is not as obvious for that. For some kids would feel, I think. Um, and especially if you encourage your kids to be more kind of outside the box thinkers and you are, then it's going to feel different because they're not going to just have the mold that they just fit inside instantly, I don't think. Uh, and so you'll have to make sure, I think you work extra hard to make, uh, keep encouraging that that's okay to not know exactly. Um, but that's my initial thoughts. Not any answers, just thoughts. Well, I think too, <laughs> do you think, no, those are, those are good thoughts because that's all I got here. Um, you know, I think the temptation is, and maybe this is kind of a two-parter. One is, you know, how do we encourage our kids when they don't know what they feel like they should do? And the other is, what about if they feel maybe inadequate compared to others? Um, and just thinking of the inadequate compared to others, because that they're both inaccurate, really. They're both inaccurate perspectives, because from, you know, the the kids perspective they think everybody's got it figured out and i don't uh from the other the other thing that we were going to discuss is you know everybody else is getting a good education and i'm not or everybody else knows everything and i know nothing um you know again from my little perspective when i was in school i don't remember we all did generic things and and you know maybe it was measured in grades you know but i got a's and you got b's or whatever but there is something now because some of our kids we have pushed so hard they are doing advanced things um whether they understand it or not or whether they ever use it or not and so when they say oh yeah i'm doing advanced calculus and i'm in you know a junior in high school uh that can feel make other kids feel like they're dumb um and you know even when i talk to to your brother it was kind of like so do you is there an area like you don't feel and he could never put his finger on it. But I think the temptation is to say, okay, we'll play the game too. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll do things to make you feel smarter. And I get some of that because I have met homeschool kids who their parents didn't make them do any math. And then they feel inadequate when it comes to math or they don't, didn't do any, anything and they feel inadequate even though i've met those kids and they're amazing people they have great people skills they know lots of things about lots of things but maybe they're not very good math and so i do think there's you know uh maybe some encouragement to us to make sure we're we're not being lazy as parents and not and avoiding certain subjects just because we don't really right. like him, you know. 
And I think a big part of it is knowing your kid's personality. I mean, because, you know, some people, that's just not really, they don't really feel threatened by, you know, uh, someone else knows something that they don't, you know. I mean, because, again, that doesn't really matter that much. But I remember, you know, I had mm-hmm. one, some of my cousins, you know, they've always been super good at math. You know, I always felt like really advanced in some areas. But, you know, there were times where I felt like, Oh man, they just know so much more than me. But now I don't really feel that way. You know, I know they have different interests than me. They have different things they're into, but I don't feel like, Oh, I can't even compete, you know, cause it's not really what the goal is. Um, and I think the other thing is to really talk that By the way, those same cousins, those same cousins, I can remember playing with a, Oh, I don't know about 11 year old girl, Kristen. Uh, and we were playing boggle, which is you're trying to make letters out of the, and, there's only three in a row and she like in like as quick as a wink goes oh encyclopedia yeah and all i could see was box yeah exactly or cat yeah you know? so, totally. there are I definitely they are definitely super sharp in some areas but uh but the other thing is i think is like really talking through it with your kid because if it's not true and they just think that's the case unfortunately that i think the thinking and the doubt will still be there even if you don't, if you don't address it or interact with them, because I've interacted with people who were homeschooled and they did feel like, you know, they just, they resent their parents because they just feel like, Oh, I wasn't equipped and they're wrong. They're incredibly well-functioning, super valuable coworkers or employees or whatever, but like they don't understand the reality of it because I don't think anyone ever talked to them about it. You know, they just assumed that they were behind because of this thing. A one time someone said, or they didn't have, and then they've just been living with that ever since. And I just think that's a bummer and you know, not all, it's not like all writing on that, but, um, you know, like, for example, like if, if if you hear your kid or someone else say something about like, oh, well, I mean, a homeschool diploma doesn't really count. Like you really nip that in the bud because it does count. You know, it's 100 percent as legitimate as anywhere else. Go show them the law if you need to, because they need to have the confidence that that doesn't matter. You know, like that them being homeschooled is never a backward thing. I mean, hopefully I'm not, uh, you know, prioritizing that too much, but it, it's not a it's not a handicap in any way. Um and if anything, it's going to be a huge springboard for them, and and I think they definitely need to know that and believe that. And if they, if and I not, would really, yeah. and I go ahead, finish. Nope, no, go for it. And I would be even as bold to say, and again, th- this podcast is for homeschoolers. This is not a uh, if you're a public schooler or a private schooler. Thanks for listening, but I'm not talking to you. And so if I say mean things about what you do. You've been warned. Um, I would say to your homeschool kid, if they'd say, well, you know, I they're, they're just smarter or whatever. I'd say, you know, you're getting an amazing education. You're getting the kind of education that I wish I had. And then I would say, are there areas, you know, you don't feel adequate in? We can work on those. But we've chosen because we're your parents that these are the things that matter. And, uh, you know, you don't need to feel that way anymore. Yeah. And to be honest, like, that is mostly a kid. I, I think that's something you tend to hopefully grow out of, or at least realize is not as big a deal once you're out of it. I mean, and you probably know this as a parent, you know, it, you're not sitting there comparing with your friends anymore about like, you don't know that. Oh my gosh. You know, and then laughing at something like that doesn't really happen as much anymore, at least for me. Uh, so I think, I think that's, it is a hard time for a kid to be in, you know, because there is that kind of trying to figure out who they are, um, uh, you know, 
just and, that, and that's a really really hard time <laughs> during you know, that age and the other thing is I think a lot of people parents just go okay you're going to college because that's where you find what you're going to do you know you'll find your interests there maybe you start out with something you're interested in you start taking some classes you find something else you're interested in and that's your discovery time I mean it's four years for a lot of people of figuring out something they're interested in and you can achieve that in lots of other ways not just college you know again maybe that's what they want to do maybe that's what they need to do but uh it's it's I think people think that they have a direction because their parents saying, well, you're going to college. So there's your next four years of your life planned out. And that feels really like if you're not doing that, it seems like that person has their plan all put together. But in reality, they're no closer than you are. They just have the next four years already predetermined, which can be really, um, I, I get, and I understood that discouraging. So, uh, if your kid's not thinking that route, so were you going to say something? Well, this would be a good time for a commercial. And let me just say, you know, if you need some more encouragement in this area, would you check out Homeschooling Today magazine? Um, because, you know, they want parents to understand that homeschooling isn't a formula. It's a relationship. You know, that every child's different. Every parent's different. Every relationship is different. You know, every school is different. You know, and they just want to encourage you to, to continue to think outside the box. But in order to do that, you need people encouraging you in that. That's why they filled their their pages with authors who are in good who are going to encourage you to homeschool boldly, to stick to your guns. And uh, you know they're they've got great articles. In fact, I even write an article for them each time. Um, and they have encouragement, practical help from an entire team of experienced homeschooling moms and dads. Um, so if you haven't, you know, I keep telling you about this. If you haven't checked it out, check out Homeschooling Today magazine where you can subscribe on their website at homeschoolingtoday.com. And even though we keep trying to avoid the topic of going actually doing full school again, um, most people are thinking about it. And, you know, again, we've talked about it already today that math time can be tough and it can feel like one of the most stressful or uh, relationship straining parts of school. So we'd encourage you, if you haven't already, um, switch or even if you have, you can switch to them now. But uh, teaching textbooks is the math curriculum we recommend and have used for years. So we'd encourage your family to check them out if you haven't already. Um, but they have all the grades. So no matter what your, your kid needs to do, uh, they have an option. They have family plans. So you don't have to, you know, you can do it on like a monthly basis versus having to buy all of them outright if you want. Uh, and they work on pretty much anything that has an internet browser. So they're really easy to use everywhere and portable. Uh, and your kid can even do it on their own to some extent. So we'd encourage you to check them out at teachingtextbooks.com. Um, but how did you, uh, how do you encourage your, you know, Cal, or how would you say, uh, you know, for a parent who does have a kid who's kind of frustrated, doesn't feel like they want to just go to college just for to go, or maybe they do, but they don't really know what they want to do. Um, do you have any, anything specific you would suggest? Well, again, I think, you know, as the parents, we should be giving them, speaking the truth, um, encouraging them that God's got this you know, for the kid who doesn't know what he's going to do. And again, Ben felt that way for a long time. It was kind of like, you just encourage them that God's going to make it. And I told Cal, even though we haven't used his name until Ben said it, um, <laughs> uh, I told him, you know, uh, God will make it clear when it's time. Some people get learn it early. Sam, he wanted to do something art animation early. Ben, he didn't know, you know, and 
and and yet he's faithful and God has provided. And he's like, well, Ben has a really cool job in IT and he's really good at it. And I'm like, well, you know what? God's going to make it clear. And I think Cal or that other son just wanted to wants to be good at something, you know, and he'll say, well, my brother, he can do everything good. And I'm like, because he's obsessed because he practices yeah. every waking moment. And you don't care at all. He goes, I know it, but I just want to be. He goes, and you know, and I could, I could build him up, and I do, and say, well, you know, you're a great communicator. You're going to be, but someone who's a great communicator that doesn't really speak volumes. You'd rather be able to do a yo-yo or something, yeah, exactly. ride a unicycle, um, or do wheelies on your what you know something. Um, but I just think we just keep reminding them that they're okay that not everybody feels that way and that God's going to make it really, really clear and that they're amazing people um, because everybody likes to be told they're amazing because they are amazing. You're not just making it up. You're, it's the truth um, and be, pra you know, and be not practical, be specific. Say, so you, you know, you're so good at this. I bet you God would probably have you do something with this. You know, you're probably going to be a communicator. You're going to be around other people. You're going to be a leader of people. Um, and then, you know, like I said, if they feel inadequate in certain subjects, if your child says to you, I just feel like I, you know, I've only done third grade math and I just don't know it well enough, you know, and I'm in the seventh grade or 10th grade, then maybe you say, okay, let's, you know, I'll take some of that responsibility. We'll work a little bit harder. Now they're probably going to say, well, I don't really want to do more, you know, um, and then you're, they're on their own. Um, but, you know, just plug away at those areas. Um, sometimes I think, you know, we had our kids do certain things, not because we believed in it strongly. Like I spent a, a, a high school career doing biology where, you know, I had to uh, 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 do the dominant recessive genes of the fruit fly's eye, which I think is ridiculous. And it seems like the stupid, they should have taught us how to kill fruit flies, not how to do their eye color. Um, but, you know, we had our kids read uh, certain books uh, that so they would know DNA was DNA, not Dana, you know, so they could so they could converse in some of those areas. Do they have to know everything? No. But sometimes it's kind of fun just to be able to to not feel like an outsider. Um, so I would I would do some of those things. The same thing, you know, when my daughter, Catherine, when she was 18, she was convinced she was going to be a spinstress. You know, I'm never going to meet anybody. And she came to me, you know, her dad to remind her of the truth. God's got this. You know, there's a guy out there who little did I know it was Josh. And, you know, I could have turned her away. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> He's amazing. He's amazing. His mother told him so. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, but, you know, to remind your children that that they're okay. And I think that kind of takes some of the pressure off um, because uh, it's nice to hear, to be reminded of the truth by your parents. And uh, yeah, and I think a um, couple things, you know, what I would say is, I mean, it is hard because I think, you know, culture in general and even just ourselves, you know, everyone's attracted to the, the famous people, you know, as you read about Thomas Edison or you read about, um, mm. you know, some president or uh, you know, um, Charles Lindbergh, you know, whatever. And it's like, you hear about all of these famous people, you know, they watch sports and so they see LeBron James or whatever, you know, and it's just, and so you think like, 
I want to be something that is remembered by everyone. You know, you just kind of have this feeling of like, well, that's, you know, you hear, you read about the guy who starts Facebook or whatever. And, and so you kind of get this feeling of that's what I need to do, or that's what being successful is. And you see, you know, especially as a teenager, as you know, in Cal's case, Mm. there's a lot of things you're into, or you want to look a certain way and all the rich people, especially with social media now, you know, TikTok and everything else, there's so much wealth or luxury looking, you know, desire and stuff there that there's just so much pressure to want to be that kind of success. And again, that comes back to that is not success. There's nowhere biblically that that's success. Uh, nowhere in real eternal matters is that ever going to matter in the slightest. But there is that this, this that pull and that tug and understanding that I think is, is it, you know, takes time for a kid maybe to understand that, but we keep encouraging them in that. And the other thing is, I think, if they don't have some kind of college career right away is just encouraging them to just do something like work wise, whatever, you know, not at 16 necessarily, but I mean, you know, working somewhere can be honestly, and this is not the goal because ego is not a good thing to have, but you know, just to kind of encourage them that, Hey, you know what? Customers like interacting with you or uh, your manager enjoys working with you and things like that because that can really show them start to develop like, oh, I'm really good at customer service or I'm really good at managing team members or whatever. And that can kind of help your kid like realize, hey, I am or not, you know, not maybe not young kid, but I am a desirable person. Uh, I do have strengths because sometimes, you know, yeah, parents say it, but it helps to have like an outside source to confirm it as well, you know? Uh, and I know I remember just even working right, at Staples, right. you know, or AT&T or wherever, like those things were helpful because it was like, Oh, you know, apparently I do have some skill, even if it's not a tangible, like here's the degree to go get it. It does feel like something that people were looking for. Um, and I think that that can be helpful. And the other thing is, you know, and again, at 16, it's hard to remember, but, you know, God changes the goals and sculpts, you know, I think you as time goes on, you know, what I would originally wanted, you know, to be is sitting there at 17 or whatever, 18 is just, you imagine you being the most powerful, famous, whatever it is like you think, and maybe it's not even that, maybe it's just, you think you're going to do some job, but then you meet someone or you find some other job or you to have one conversation and everything can really change so quickly, uh, you know, and, and really, it just takes time. And I think, uh, helping your kid remember that and not feel any of that pressure from you in terms of not necessarily like obviously pressure in like, you can't just sit here and play games all the time. That's that, that kind of pressure is okay. But, uh, trying not to be like, well, yeah, I know you can be the president someday or whatever, like that stuff. Or I, I just know you're going to be a big business owner, an entrepreneur or whatever it is. Cause they may not. And, and it can be really discouraging if they feel like, you've this whole time had one picture in mind and now anything less is failure. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you don't say that, even if it's just like, we know you have so much potential and is, you know, is managing a Walmart or working at, you know, a construction job. Is that so much potential? It's yeah, of course. But sometimes it can feel like that's subpar in this culture, you know, and people, uh, Mm. and, and I think it's just important to know that your parents will always think, that as long as you're taking care of your family, you know, doing what they believe God's will is, you know, not obviously, again, we're not just saying like, you know, banning your family to uh, be a full time, you know, whatever that that can't even can't even support your own family. That obviously is is not living to potential, I would say. But um, so 
Yeah. YouTuber. Yeah, they want sure. to be YouTubers. Sure. And if you're working hard <laughs> on it, you know, and whatever, like there's there there's different things, but um I know that's a lot of disjointed thoughts, but it's more just uh, you know, being in that situation, I can feel for you know, kids who are there. And I think there's a lot of teens yeah. who are in that position, especially if they're more maybe the um not um uh, self-motivated as much or whatever the, the mm. wording would be. But so but my closing thoughts are <laughs> moms don't cave under that. Don't think for one that you've let your kids down. Right. Don't think, Oh, because their perspective again is not accurate. You know, um, uh, I've shared before, you know, I had a mom who, whose kids said they did terrible that she let them down. And you know, they, she was a val- valedictorian of her college you know, and it, she was, and she was amazing. And, but she still felt that she was inaccurate. You know, she was, she was, she was duped. Um, so don't cave, don't say, oh, I'm failing him. And I'm going to put him in school because that's not the answer. That'll just make everything worse. You know, again, just remind him of the truth. Keep plugging away, keep loving your kid. And don't put the emphasis on what they, what they are, but who they are. Yeah. You know, not what they achieve, but that they're your kids and they're amazing people. Okay, we're going to close it with that. Uh, I want to thank you again for listening to us. Um, I won't be here next week. We'll see what Ben comes up with. I'll be at Harvey Cedars, uh, which is a camp um, uh, in the New Jersey coastline at Harvey Cedars, New Jersey, on Long Beach Island. Um, they've got a great homeschool week, even though this is not a homeschool week that I'm going to be a part of. Um, you can check it out. Uh, Harvey Cedars Bible Conference, I think it's called. Um, and it would be a great vacation for you. But have a great week. Um, do something summary. And of course, don't forget to smile. Hopefully this week's episode was encouraging. If you enjoy our show, make sure to leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen on. Also, if you'd like to take our homeschool personality test, head on over to thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Again, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum. You can check out a free trial over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.